Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine. Hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. No. Tour date alert. All right. The official first show of the Return of the Ghetto Legends Tour. It's going to be. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? In Macon. That's, that's July 17th. Okay? July 17th. Make it at the Coliseum. Go to the website right now for more information. You see where that was going? I do. You see where that was going? I was with it. You was with it? I I'll do. give you one. Yeah, I'll give you one, Lou Nell. I know Bars. you, I know you like Bars. that gangsta ass music. I do. If you can spit, I'm with it. Man, you know there I you go. That's the one. You know what I mean? You want to hear something on that? Yeah. That's a little too beautiful. You know, that ain't... Oh, you want to go hardcore out the gate? You know, I might just. With a woman of my stature, you, you don't want to come romantic, motherfucking That's black. That's what you like? Black King Lee. That's no, not I really anything. like the gangster shit, but I, w- I would like to hear what I'd you like. I'd be like, hey, like excuse me, Miss Lady. Don't mean to be shady, but uh, would you like to get some lemonade? My name is Los, and I came from Mississippi. Don't you worry about the money, my girl, because I'm plenty paid. She said, what you do? I said, I'm independent. I do whatever I want. I just, why I spend it. She said, what? I said, huh? She said, what? I said, watch what I do. I said, I'm uh, independent like I said. And uh, I started coming off the top of the head. And then uh, I understood that she didn't really understand because she hadn't ever came across a man like me. The kind that you see on TV. The kind of ones that the college boys want to be. Like a magnificent, so outstanding. She never met a man that was so demanding in my presence. She liked my essence. She liked everything that I was displaying. But I wasn't playing. I'm really 
did on my grown man shit. And then I took her to my house because I own that bitch. Yeah. yeah, and that's a real life flex. But then she didn't even know what I had coming next. We might just have breakfast or maybe brunch or maybe just pack it up and go somewhere where they be drinking Hawaiian punch for breakfast. I bought the bitch a necklace. Hey, just to show her I could, cause I know she never been outside her neighborhood. Good. And if I'm gonna treat her right, you know I treat gotta treat good. good. Yeah. <laughs> you starting to get it. See, uh, you starting to get it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's the type of shit I just be doing. Yeah. You know, yes, you baby. know yes. change your life yes. right in yes, one verse. You know? Yes, King. Yes, yeah. King. Yes, King. I know that place where they drink Hawaiian punch for breakfast, they put it in the orange juice. <laughs> I know a spot like yeah, that, too. But I'm keeping my mouth shut. Don't tell nobody. <laughs> all right. First of all, before we even get into on, anything, welcome to the trap. Welcome to the trap. Welcome to the trap. Come on, man. It's, only like, it's only right that we got a clean pen in the trap. You right. Now, look, let me stop, stop the music right quick, because it's only right that we give you your proper introduction, you know, for the people who may not know. Because not only do we have... Song. A true legend sitting in the trap with us today. We have an actress. Come on. We have a writer. Let's go. We have a creative mind. Come on. We we have someone who's been ten toes down in the comedy game Mm. since before there was a comedy game. You feel me? Traveled uh, all around the world. Was in the number one movie in America multiple times. Uh, You feel me? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Miss Lunell. I've had the pleasure of working with you throughout the years, and I know you've never claimed no title of a queen of comedy, but you are the definition of a queen of comedy. I don't disagree with that. I'm I'm telling you. I never, you know, I never put that title on myself at all. Well, we see you as that. Uh, thank yeah. you. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. So welcome to the trap, like thank I you. said. Thank you. It's not the we... first trap I've been in. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. And just know that, man, we have so much respect for what you do and what you have done. And, and you know, giving us a blueprint to follow in this comedy game. Yeah. Which is crazy. And I want to take this time to actually bow down and say that um, in the beginning, when the Instagram phenomenon, comic actor phenomenon started, and when people started to get really hot off of Instagram and making money and getting popular and selling out and like going fast after people who had put in the work, I felt some type of way. And yeah. I was like, you know, fuck these motherfuckers. They ain't paid no dues. Fuck these bitches. You know, they don't, we didn't made a, our career out of likes and shit. Fuck that. The, our social media was like, that bitch funny, go see her. That was, that was my shit. But then I had to bow down because the amount of time that it takes to create your content is a real motherfucking job. Right. And doing this shit and having a vision when you could be out fucking up somewhere is wonderful and amazing. So I bow down to all you motherfucking Instagram content creators. If you can't beat them, join them, money shit. To. You got to. Once you saw they weren't going nowhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just had an issue with the word comic yeah. and the Instagram thing. I felt more like 
you guys were more actors, literally, right. you know, and could go into phenomenal acting career. And some of y'all, you, you know, you got to admit, y'all motherfuckers can create content, but then an hour on stage sometimes is a snore mm. for some of y'all motherfuckers, and that's just what it is. That's the game. But yeah. the acting motherfucking game, the writing game, the producing game, that's where y'all come in, and that's what you're doing right now. Exactly. Yeah, Strong J. We looked at the whole scope of the internet and was like, we don't have no no platform like this where comedians can come and just be comedians and talk shit and say shit and not have to worry about none of that other shit. Yeah, no sensational shit, none of that goddamn people want to be clickbait and all that shit. No, we want to hear from the people we want to hear from. Exactly. I'm glad you're in here. Yeah. Thank you. So tell us, like, where your comedy journey start? How did you get introduced to the to the stage and the microphone and things like that? Well, do you want the short version or do you want the real version? We got the real. Time. You got time today? We want we the real. Time you today. got time today? We in the trap. We got juice and all type of shit. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, um, the short, long version is: I was living in Long Beach in a really nice apartment with a girlfriend of mine who was my roommate, who was a hoe. Oh, okay. And I like this story A, a real professional, <laughs> right, right. Okay. She was a professional call girl. She was British, and she was black, and she sounded like Sade, and looked like Sade, but taller and thicker. She had all the, she checked and she all had, the boxes. You know, she had the accent, and she could usually, you know, just talk to Pat and stuff with any guy that would come up into the gentleman's, you know, courts. And wanted to keep time with her. You know, she and she had that, and they'd be like, uh, ooh, and all this shit. So she was very popular. So she met this guy. I could imagine. Who was a comic. And he started, you know, buying pussy from her. But then. He must have been doing all right, because no, when I started. He was, no. <laughs> he was established. He had pussy money? Right, right. Who was this guy? I'll tell you all, camera. <laughs> But 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 he, he was he, doing he, well. He was buying he was buying pussy from her, but then they started dating on on the for real. And he would be at the crib. And I'd be around there talking my shit and he told me, he said, um, you know, you really funny, the shit you talk around here. He said, I do a a, a comedy night at this club called Miss Wiz in Long Beach, which you have to be in triple OG to know about Miss Wiz. It ended up burning down and shit like okay. that, but that was back in the day. He said, I do a, a comedy night in Miss Wiz here in Long Beach, and if you ever want to come through, I'll, I'll let you go on stage the minute you walk in. And I said, I don't want to be no motherfucking comedian. I want the same background for Luther. I used to do a lot of drugs back in the day. And, oh. uh, you know, <laughs> that's what I thought I could do, whatever. I was about to ask, could you sing? Yeah, I could sing oh, okay, like a motherfucker. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, so I it, could was, sing it, was like a, it was a basis for yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I could, okay. you know, I might have done it, whatever. Anyway, so. <laughs> But, and I've never been a joke teller, but I do, you know, I listen to Cosby and to Red Fox and to, um, you know, Flip Wilson and stuff like that. And so I was, I'm more of a storyteller. I don't really tell jokes. And those are the people that I listen to and that I sell. And I didn't have no comedy material to go down to this club, but I did know a couple of things that had happened to me that I thought was funny. I said, well... One night, we were sitting on the patio drinking margaritas, me and a couple of girls, and I said, 
Let's go down to this motherfucking club and see what this motherfucker talking about. He talking about he gonna put me up the middle. I walk in. I'm gonna call this bluff. Let's go. So we went down there and I walked in. He's like, you next. I'm so glad you showed up. Whoa. So I went up on stage and I killed that shit. First time I ever took, okay. took the stage. I killed that shit. And when I got off stage, this guy came up to me. He said, you know, you're you a funny little bitch. I was like, thank you. <laughs> and he said, I got a room over in Lemur Park. You need to come fuck, fuck with me. He gave me his card. And so the first night that I ever did stand-up comedy, I met the late, great Robin Harris. That was oh, Robin Harris. Wow. And I felt Rest like he was man. passing the baton to me, literally, because I got approval like that the first time I ever did it. So I went to... Comedy Act Theater, which was another popping place, you know, of Crenshaw back in the day. And, you know, everybody was in there just starting out struggling. The DLs, the Jamies, the Bill Bellamy's, the everybody, you know, was in there. And I met, like, DL and this guy started booking us together. And then, you know, shit started. And then all of a sudden, Comic View came along. It was Comic View versus Def Jam at that time. Okay. And, you know, you, you could do both. Or you could do one or the other, you know. And if you did too much Def Jam, when it came to acting, a lot of agents wouldn't fuck with you because they didn't know that you could be blue and then not be blue. They just categorized you as you being naughty and shit like this, and they didn't want to fuck with you. But anybody knows that if you can do dirty, you can do clean. Stupid. That shit just pisses me the fuck off. We could all be booked for the next church convention, T.D. Jakes. Jakes, hey. <laughs> holla, holla at us and watch what we do. That's the beautiful part about being a comedian. And they, they be forgetting that part. No, being a professional yeah. comedian, yeah. that's the difference. I think they only do that with us, though, black people. They, they. I know for a fact that they do. Yeah, because <laughs> they'll let them go wild, say the craziest shit, and then the next thing they be on a children's show. Exactly. Whole Have ass you ever tape. been to a, a white comedy club and sat in the back and listened to white comedians, what they say? Yeah. You ever done it at like the comedy store and shit like that? Be in the back of the white room and hear what they say when they think niggas ain't around? <laughs> Boy. Make you want to, I'm going to whip your motherfucking ass. The minute, the minute you get off stage, bitch, you didn't always in here, did you? <laughs> mm-hmm. They be saying some ratchet shit. Yeah. But their shit is racist and our shit is funny. That's the difference. There you go. They want to shock you and say something racist, and we got to come every time. They ain't trying to shock nobody. They be sincere. (laughs) That's what's shocking. (laughs) That's what's shocking. Yeah. You meant that shit. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. They did. So what is this, a Ouija boy? What the fuck is that? No, nah, this is a rolling tray. I'm trying to figure it out, too. Oh, I'm like, are you doing this casting is... spells up in this motherfucker? It's a rolling tray. You do look a little... A little Ouija. Conjuring. I'm like, huh? I'm like, what are we doing? What's this nah, you next? Roll, you roll her right here, and then you sit the blunts right here as you roll them. And I don't smoke blunts. Do you want to know why? Yeah. Because I just do not understand why you would taint wonderful, amazing marijuana with a nicotine-infested tobacco leaf. You don't know if you're getting high off the tobacco or off the weed. Why not use like a rice paper or something really light like that or even a pipe and stop fucking with the great weed with the shit. The tobacco is the devil. I, I know it's the weed getting me high. 
Well, how you know when you got a wrap to the fucking tobacco leaf? Cause I just smoked a regular cigarillo, and it ain't the goddamn thing. <laughs> I was desperate. <laughs> what is my other shit? <laughs> well, whatever it is, it's a beautiful combination. Yeah. Well, I, feel it, I don't like them. You from a, you you yeah you know most. I'm women. old joint girl. Yeah. Mary Jane girl. Joint. <laughs> <laughs> I want a joint. Did you make any bud? <laughs> what a reefer that. Anybody got the reefer? I never said reefer. Really? Never. No. I'm not that motherfucking square girl. <laughs> reefer. Hey, you guys smoking reefers. <laughs> what is the reefer? <laughs> <laughs> what if you could just find a bag of reefer, like an authentic bag? Ain't, it probably ain't no more reefer no, left in the world. Do you know how world. far weed has come? First yeah, that's what I'm saying. All the reefer probably gone. First of all, an ounce used to be what they would call. They used to call it a lid. It was three fingers deep. That was how you measured an ounce of weed back in the day. They also didn't have the buds like they do now. This weed has stems, seeds, every motherfucking thing <laughs> else. Then they had this other weed called tie stick. That was, it tasted like motherfucking candy. And it, it had a little string that used to go around it. And it was the baddest shit in the land. And then they came out with the sesame, okay. which was the weed without the seeds. That boneless. Yeah, I don't, yeah, boneless. That's just boneless. <laughs> so I done been through all of it. It's just all great to me. I just hate trash weed. Like, no. don't try to smoke trash weed. I'm from Arkansas. And every time I go back to my family reunion, I have to bring my own weed. You because do. Because the weed is trash. You have to. Yeah. Trash. Yep. You're used to a certain caliber. Yeah, I'm just saying, California I'm not too. trying to be bougie, but I am about my weed. That's the one thing you're allowed to be bougie about. Though. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't play about that. Like, like, that's dumb. I may as well smoke grass. I may as well smoke hay. Nah, we don't fuck with that type I'm not going to smoke uh -huh. the good shit. It's stupid. The no. tie stick that's like chocolate tie. Oh, that was a good old shit. Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> stick. Who remembers Ty Stick in the, in the building? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Look, you in one of my favorite movies of all time. Borat. What is that? That damn Borat. Borat. Yes. The gift that keeps on giving. That movie had that's, me laughing so fucking hard. It's really inappropriate, isn't it? That's why I was I went back and so tried hard. to watch it. I'm in the motherfucker. I went back and tried to watch it about a month ago. I couldn't get 10 minutes in. I was like, oh my God, I can't. I can't. I can't. That shit is so funny. Yeah, it's really hugely inappropriate yeah. and funny as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So how did Thank that how did that come about? Uh regular way. I had an audition. Mm. I had an agent. Bill, wasn't it like Starwell? <laughs> I, had, I had an agent named Starwell, and Starwell got me this audition, and they wanted somebody to play a hoe, but I'm like, what? Oh my God, I don't know how I can do it. That's but, a good luck saying. Anytime you come into something with some hoes, it's gonna work. Well, I played a hoe many times, honey. Uh, yeah. And you live with one. Exactly. And I lived with one. So, so I'm telling you, that's like your- Hoes are my friend. They're yeah, your good luck charm, man. Back in Oakland, California, hoes was the motherfucking movie star of West MacArthur Boulevard, let it be known. Mm. Okay. We gotta talk about hoes when we get a chance. I'm to. gonna talk about hoes after I talk okay. about boys. Yeah, hell yeah. 
I like the line up already. <laughs> Welcome back to the 85 South Show. We are in here with Lunel, and she putting us up on game right now. Yes. Hell yeah. Let's get back to it. Play that music. Play me in. Play some. Play. You heard what she said. Play us some pimping. She want to hear some pimping. Play motherfucking um, Drew down. Ah. Oh well, we're gonna put this online. They're gonna try to. So can't, you can't you use other people's music, LA, but you. I started in Long Beach. <laughs> okay, coming back to shit. Oakland. Oh, you went back. Okay. And came back to L.A. to move back to Oakland. And came back to L.A. Moved back to Oakland. Came back to L.A. and stayed. Okay. That's what's yeah. up. That's a, that's it didn't a hell stick of a the first until the third time to move back. You know, you know how we make it at the gate. You know. That's right. See, as long as you can I stay in the game. back and regroup. You're lucky if you can't go back to your hometown or to your people and regroup. Right. You know, where's my motherfucking joint? I thought they had one. You thought like a motherfucker. You've been sitting there rolling fucking blood. For no, 25 no, no, minutes, you ain't thought about me. I done sat here and said that I would like. See, you see that? You see that? You see that? Hold on, wait a minute. Let me see. Where the, where, this is the end. That's the filter like, at the like, end. Okay, hit it on this end. Hit it on that end. There you go. Okay, guys. Come on, we got you. So, Starwell got you to audition. Starwell got me to audition. They wanted somebody who could improvise and tell, like, some. Like whole stories. They mm. didn't want to write nothing. They wanted somebody who can improvise. Oh, I didn't even have a car. My homegirl, Bill Iman. Iman gave me a ride to the audition. And I went in this room. Okay, excuse me, everybody, just a moment. That's how you like the ladies. Joint. And that's how a lady sucks one. Whoa! Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. I heard that. <laughs> you weren't ready for the realness. Uh-uh. No, sir. Wasn't ready for the realness. Call me off guard. Fuck me up with that one. So anyway, so I went in this room. And there was this guy who looked like a mad scientist who turned out to be Larry Charles, who was the director. And there was Sasha Baron Cohen, who I had never seen in regular clothes, only as Ali G. Right, okay. But I didn't know that that was Ali G. Okay. You know? So then they, uh... I had to bring it back to life real quick, baby. You know what you did. Resuscitation. You know, and sometimes you gotta bring it back to life. So, I went into the room and the dude who was the director, who I did not know who he was, and he said, I want you to pretend like you're at a fancy dinner party and that you're a prostitute and you wanna tell a couple of stories about being out on the streets and being a prostitute. And I was like, all right, and so <laughs> I just started improvising and saying one time I was out and I was just this guy and he wanted to lick my ass and all that. And then at some point I took Sasha's hand, this before COVID, I took Sasha's hand, I took his finger, and I sucked it, right? <laughs> now I don't know if that had anything to do with me getting the part, but I got the part. Hey, hey. So that's how I got the shit. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting. 
I was and I'm sitting on Crenshaw and West 48, and then I get an email to say your ticket has been booked to Bucharest, Romania for tomorrow morning. You know, be ready at 7 a.m. The car gonna pick you up. And I'm like, where? Like, what? Yeah. Bucharest, Romania? Like, do I need a shot? What the fuck's going on? I don't know. And that's where we shot the Kazakhstani scenes was in Romania. My black ass in Romania <laughs> with like Dracula and shit. <laughs> you know? That's where should I do this at? Oh, thank you, baby. So it was the next day. What? Well, they wanted you to fly out. They told you where you was going and it yeah, was. Yeah, so I don't really remember much because I was so high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was like 13 hours we had to fly to somewhere, then I had to change somewhere and then go to Romania. <clears throat> Romania was not pretty or How long were you like in that. Romania? About a week, a stinky ass week. Damn. Yeah, I, I, I ain't never been. It wasn't like I was in Bucharest and stayed in the city. That's where our hotel was. But we had to go to some <laughs> little off-brand bullshit town with no plumbing and shit and weird motherfuckers. Everybody looked like a sex offender. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, is this like for real, for real? You know? I think they worked and they got a couple of some computers and some sugar. <laughs> some oil and some shit like that. I'm like, what? What? Yo, and then they made one of the greatest movies of all, of all time with this wild ass yeah. shit. Right. It was nominated yeah. for Academy Award. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's dope. That shit yeah. still be. He just dropped the second one. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. 
and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. You should have brought you back. Well, they were supposed to bring me back, and then COVID hit. Oh, God. And then they had to finish the movie some kind of way. They paid me, (laughs) but I didn't do the movie. And I'm glad. That's the finesse right there. I'm fine. I'm fine. We love it. I'm fine that I didn't do the movie. Plus, they lied because at the end of the first, the real first Borat, he and I got married after he couldn't get Pamela Anderson. Right. And he he and I got married. We had two little interracial kids at our feet at the bottom of the movie. But when they came back with this new one, he, he didn't mention me at all, and he had a totally white girl daughter. I'm like, this is incorrect, because the motherfucker is made me, and we're our fucking children. Right. So that, I'm glad I didn't do the motherfucking second one, and I'm glad I get the check, too. You got to show up with the kids. Sasha. 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 Hey, that's how, it's gonna, that's, that's how we can get in there. We can show up as the grown kids. There we go. There we go. We in there. You yeah. know what? Somebody could do that and show up as Sasha and my... Children. Bill, I'm looking at two motherfuckers who could do that. Did you that. hear what I said? That they could do a sequel. They could do it where they're, they're me and Sasha's kids. Yeah, yeah. But we had a boy and a girl, I think. You can play the girl. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just fucking. Don't do that. That was just too good to leave. Yeah, you would have been stupid not to tag that. That's right. Too good. He really just pulled his gun before I did. I looked at that. Well, quick draw McGraw, son. Quick draw McGraw. That's what's up, baby. That's what's up. That was funny. Well, you know, you could, but it's okay. No? No, I can't. You've been killing it on the Vlad interviews, too. You got a very interesting point of view on a lot of shit. I had to have a very interesting point of view to even continue to do Vlad after Godfrey and everybody was like, fuck him, and he said some shit about Farrakhan, and don't fuck with Vlad, and da, da, da. I, Vlad is not using me. I am not using him. The motherfucker got a platform, just y'all, like y'all do. And if anybody wants to know what I got to say about anything, I'm like, I'm glad to tell you. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it is, you know what I'm saying? I, done, I did so many, I had to back off now that I'm at work. I did so many even underground interviews during yeah. COVID with just regular motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know what the fuck I got to say, I'm down with it. 
Vlad want to know what the fuck I got to say. He got a platform, so I'm down with it. You be he dropping like, a little game on them young rappers. Because I'm a motherfucking niggas. G. That's why. What are you talking about? <laughs> of course. Of course I do, because I care. Yeah. I give a fuck. Let know? me ask you, what type of, like, if they was watching right now, what type of advice would you give these young rich niggas who get caught up with all this bullshit and buying shit and shit like that? You know the shit that happens in the rap game. First of all, I wouldn't give them no goddamn advice because they don't want to hear nothing from me. They think they know every motherfucking thing. You feel me? They you can't tell these motherfuckers nothing. If you could tell them something, they would be listening. They're not listening. They're all about the money. They have forgot about anything spiritual, anything cultural. You know, every now and then, like, if you have 10 rappers, maybe five, maybe four of them are really conscious and want to do something for the community and stuff. Other than that, they just bought into the bullshit about bitches and bling, and they don't know nothing about real estate, they don't know nothing about stock, they got all white folks around them, they ain't got no motherfucking black people that, you know, they done out, out, out of... Listen, this shit is a trap and this shit is a motherfucking game. And the day you drink the Kool-Aid is the day you done fucked up. You are not the shit. They do not love you. This is all a motherfucking game. It's all about numbers and it's all about that paper. And the minute that you don't make a motherfucking paper, you will see how motherfucking loyal they are to you. They do not give a fuck and you need to remember that and know that at all motherfucking time. This is business. Get what the fuck you can get. And if you got to get out, and if you can't get out before they fucking drag you the fuck back down, because these motherfuckers love to build you up and drag you the fuck back down. If you can get the shit, and you can get the fuck out, then you win. And that's what I, that's all I got to say about that. See, that's that real shit you be talking right there. I, I know you. I know you was going to say some real shit. <laughs> did, it make you you, it. did it make you dig hard? Hell yeah. <laughs> it jumped. It was like, man, she doing it. She doing it. Intelligence will make a motherfucking dick hard. Hell yeah, because they be forgetting that. You a whole lingerie model, too, now. <laughs> for Rihanna. Rihanna, not, not fucking, you know, rainbow. No, yeah. not no, no, for real shit. Yeah. Hand selected. Yeah, that's, that's you know, thank Rihanna for that. Yeah, so what do it feel thank like to Rihanna. be a sex symbol here in these streets? But, <laughs> motherfuckers is thirsty, first of all, because, you know, me, I'm just a... I'm just a chick, you know. I haven't done the plastic surgery, and I haven't That's done the all whole that appeal. shit. Give them the real shit. Like, this is the ass. This is these titties. This is the lingerie. Let's go. What the fuck do you want me to do? If Rihanna says I can do it, then I can do it. I don't give a fuck what nobody else thinks. If Rihanna said I can do it, then goddamn I can do it. But if she wants me to represent her shit, I'm going to motherfucking rock that shit. I hope she called me. suck my dick if you don't like it. You can swipe left, click off, and be gone. I don't give a fuck. And Rihanna pays the bag. So there's that. If she ever need a nigga with the dick hanging out the drawers, I do it. She's got no lack of motherfuckers like that. I'm telling you, she don't know me. Do you know that I've always said that motherfuckers who wear their mask with their nose out is like wearing your underwear with your dick hanging out? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Why are you wearing your mask with your nose out? Who you who you trying to impress? That's like wearing your drawers with your dick hanging out. DJ, DJ, DJ what say you? You better. <laughs> he don't know a lot of words. He don't need to. 
You leave him the fuck alone, okay? <laughs> I've, been, I've been trying to. You gonna be scooped. <laughs> Bruh, don't fall, don't, hey, hey, don't hey. fall, and then don't look directly at Lou now. <laughs> I'm not gonna be wasting uh, hurdles over Jumps here. and shit on AT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a Prince tattoo. You know why I got this? First of all, I always wanted to have one. Second of all, I wanted it on my microphone hand. Mm. Third of all, Prince had a band called The Revolution. Mm-hmm. I got this when we was going through the George Floyd Revolution. Mm. I got this to commemorate what the fuck we went through and to honor Prince. So that's why I got it, because the revolution. That's what's up. Right. How long you been wearing your nails like that? Well, since 1977. And I know that because that's when I got uh, uh, high school. And my girlfriend was just, they were just starting to do nails. And my girlfriend was one of the first people to ever start trying to do it. Vanessa Gutierrez, hola mommy, where you at? And um, so she used to practice on me, so I had nails. The only people I had ever seen with nails before me was Diana Ross, Cher, and Glodine White. And then there was me. That shit crazy. Yeah, That's they some black like history. Flojo. Yeah, before Flojo. Yeah. But I'm older than her, so. That's why. <laughs> you said the revolution, George Floyd, last time I saw you, he was at the Laugh Factory. Outside, during the whole protest, with the stuff, Lunell talked, had hella white people listening, and she cussed this lady out, because she was playing with them, you, you tell it, them, them little devil sticks, nigga. <laughs> little white people, little trick sticks you do. These little fucking balls. We talk about black people getting killed, yeah. You know, you know, back in the day, you used to have these clacker, 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 those balls. And there was acrylic, this bitch had something, she was swinging around and shit. And all the white people were sitting on the street on Sunset Boulevard in front of the Life Factory and Jamie Masada had blocked off some prime real estate on Sunset, Sunset. Boulevard in Hollywood. The white folks was mad than a motherfucker. But he had to block, out, block it off because what would have stopped somebody from driving through and trying to kill us all, right? <coughs> like they had been doing. So. This, this, the, oh, I had, you know, first of all, me and Chaka Khan got together after Ahmaud Aubrey's murder. And on Mother's Day, we, the two of us, went to a park and had invited people on Instagram to come out if your kids have passed away by gun violence, whether it be just street shit or the police. But so we had a rally. Chaka Khan is an old revolutionary bitch. Y'all don't know. She's not, she's not just Rufus or any of that shit. So she was the one who said, let's do it. So we did that. So then after that, I wanted to be active, but I wanted to be where I would feel comfortable. 
I knew that I wasn't walking up and down Hollywood Boulevard. This was before my knee surgery. I was like, fuck that, can't do that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to be somewhere where I don't feel comfortable. And then Jamie Masada said he was going to have the rallies in front of the Laugh Factory. I said, well, I feel like that's home. Right. I can do it there. And we went. And this was the first time in my life that white folks was really motherfucking listening. We had hundreds of white people sitting on the ground listening to nigga after nigga after nigga after nigga tell them what the fuck been happening, what, how the fuck we feel. And for the first time, we felt listened to. And we was there for that. Yeah. Mm. Yo. That's that shit was crazy. Yeah. And, that and was... every motherfucking big celebrity that didn't come out to support that is a punk bitch in my motherfucking <clears throat> eyes. Because why are you just doing entertainment and you don't stand the fuck up? You know, stand the fuck up. What, are you scared that your Jewish lawyer is going to drop you or some shit like that? What are you scared of? Why you don't want to get involved? I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. That's real. I was there. I had to be. Once I found out, and then it was motherfucker after motherfucker, like comedian, comedian, but everybody wasn't a comedian. Some people were like activists in the community saying yep. real look. You know what I'm saying? Like We wanted to talk because we had never been listened to. We had all these motherfuckers' attention. They, they were sitting, sitting the in road, the street, like, sitting in the hot-ass street. Like the black paint, not on the side. Where you drive your car. Sunset. Right. And we was like, yeah, Stupid. sit there, motherfuckers, and listen to nigga after nigga after nigga after nigga. Because, <laughs> you know, low-key, we were laughing, too. Right. <laughs> we were. We were. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, nah, that I was... told that bitch, if you, say, if, you don't, if you crack somebody in the head with that bullshit, you're going to start a whole ass right and sit your motherfucking hillbilly ass down yep. and shut the fuck up. And that's what I said to the girl. Yeah. And then, so. yeah. You're going to let her talk to me like that? That's the shit that got her in there. Like, Lunel said some shit. She was like, bullshit. Or some shit like that. But she was saying bullshit. She was trying to explain. She was like, no, what she was saying, that white people don't allow black people to police their own community. Yeah, yeah, sit down, shut up. And like, yeah, it was one sit of the explain Sit down, I, I get you. Sit down, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Trying to explain it. So we took advantage of that opportunity to talk to white folks. And shout out to Jamie Masada for doing that. Hey, that was yeah. beautiful what y'all did for Paul Mooney out there, too. Yeah, um, he's going to have an official, we'll see. I'll be there this Wednesday. Um, They're doing a thing for him in Hollywood, and uh, we're going to see who is there and who is not. I will be there to report people of who showed the fuck up and who did not. It's just supposed to be the official, you know, home-going goodbye for his entertainment friends and stuff like that. So that's going to be Wednesday. And um, I will report later on my Instagram at Lunell, <laughs> at L-U-E-N-E-L-L. I will be snitching about who the fuck was there and who the fuck was not to honor one of my mentors and my friend Paul Mooney. That's what's up, man. What you got coming up? Well, you know, we got our names on the front of the comedy store. You, you I thought your name was already okay. on the front no. of it. I know. Where no. was it at? And they need to be. Your I mean, name me. just now on there? Yes, mine, and so is Cedric's. And there's like a lot of us black comics whose names wasn't up there. I, I, I used thought to, your shit was I used on to there. write my name on there with Whiteout. Oh. 
I did. <laughs> but I don't have to no more because it's up there. And when, we, when, we, when they had the ceremony to let us know, I thought it was just going to be in the front and they wanted to take a, you know, that plaque with our names on it and put it in the back. But our names are on the front, on the Sunset Boulevard side. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, that's You earned it. Yeah. <laughs> you put your time in. Especially sure. if you're from that city and you've been putting it down in that city for a good amount of time. Like, but listen, Hollywood don't give black folks the credit they deserve. Listen. Talk about listen it. Listen to this. So when we made, I'm going to tell you something. This is to the people who hated on coming to America. I just want to let you know that us who participated in coming to America could give less than a fuck, and I'm going to tell you why. Every day we were going to work with, like, John Amos and, you know, Vanessa Bell Calloway yeah. and Garcelle Bouvet and Rick Ross and, you know, people like this. Arsenio and Eddie, number one. Number two, we were going to Tyler Perry's studio every day and seeing sound stages with Ossie Davis and Ruby Dee and Whoopi Goldberg and Holly Berry and Will Smith and Oprah Winfrey and Whoopi Goldberg. When, if you think of all the movies that they made for Hollywood and not Paramount, Warner Brothers, Sony, nor Universal, would even consider, have never even thought about putting any of them black people's name on a fucking soundstage. And Tyler paid homage successfully before she died. She got to see that. So I, the, 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 the pride that we had in making that fucking film, we don't give a fuck what the numbers are. We don't give a fuck. You can suck our dick. We were so happy and proud <laughs> to be in that motherfucker. You know, every day we were proud every day. Plus, Tyler owned that Confederate army base where white folks used to be there plotting on how to kill niggas, and he owns it, and it's bigger than Paramount and Sony and all that shit. So, you know, you don't give a fuck about what the fuck you got to say. You would not <laughs> rain on my motherfucking parade about coming to America. Talk your shit. That's the fact. Sometimes you just got to tell people to suck your dick, man. Well, <laughs> who have you told to suck your dick? America. 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 The whole... Is that her name? No. <laughs> the country. No, I mean physically. Like, who has sucked your dick lately? <laughs> These are things we don't discuss. It's been sucked, though. I thought this was It's been sucked recently. Tell her. Oh, okay. Tell her who sucked your dick lately. Like, I no, don't do that. Tell her. Get my dick sucked oh, and tell okay. nothing. Okay, okay that's fine. I understand. You a gentleman. No, exactly, because I want it sucked again. <laughs> oh, you out here oh, telling you people? Uh, you out here telling people who sucked your dick, huh? Watch what ain't gonna happen. That's Wait right. A minute. Watch I what ain't gonna happen. I told them just enough to keep the you shit right. going. You right. You right, baby. You right. I'm gonna give you the. I'm Why gonna give you brownie points. That's what the bitch Ooh. gonna say. Oh my god. <laughs> what do you get? Y'all might. Y'all might have got down. It's okay to come out. The football player. No. What the fuck happened? No. The what happened? The football player just came out. No. No, I don't do my dog like that. No. Why do everybody when no. they... No, I, don't, I, do I want to say like some shit, but I don't want the people to come after me. No, 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 it ain't the people, man. I know mm -hmm. my dog. We done went and seen some hoes together. That don't mean shit. It mean everything. I know motherfuckers with 10 kids. Like to suck dick on the weekends. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. No. Bruh. No. Bruh. And you not that nigga, the man. Fuck no. That's my brother. Do you Don't know bro where you are? I know where I am. That's my brother. 
No. Oh, no, I'm not. I don't mean you. No. No, hell no. I'm saying. Don't do him like that. No, I didn't mean you. Mm. I don't you wouldn't know who was sneaking off. I don't think you're gay. Niggas ain't never had no questions about a nigga. But I don't think you're gay. I was bullshitting. I know. My gay dog is strong. I'm not going to say nobody in here is, but you ain't. <laughs> look around, this <laughs> Look around, look around. Hey, hey. I'm really sad, though, that we're not in front of your beautiful theater studio audience, you know? I said, damn, I got to do, what, the COVID edition? And I would have loved to have been in the theater. I didn't know you would do the live show. I damn sure would have brought you over there. Well, I they won't were, for free, but I'm, I'll do the I do the garage for free, but I won't. No. You're right. I won't do the theater for free, but Whoa. I want to do it. I wouldn't call you for free. You bet not. I know how you get down. <laughs> cash. I would cash you out. Ain't that a trip about? And the cash you wouldn't app. even have to count it. I just walk up to you, unzip your little pouch, and just <laughs> drop it in there. And then once you lift it up, you're like, that's it. Unzip I just walk right up, your little pouch right there. My little pouch? Yeah, oh, in. you mean this? Yeah. I thought you meant this. Not the food book. Not the food book. You keep money down there. I was like, you know where the zipper is, no. baby? What? Yeah, no, no. She did sit forward. Yeah, I'm trying to hide it. I'm talking about the little bag right here. Oh, my bag. Yeah, the little bag. That matches my tennis shoes. Oh, you stunning on me. I'm trying. I knew where I was coming. Yeah. I said, I can't go in there and get bullshitting. I'm trying to represent for you guys. Everything hidden like a motherfucker, too. I know until that savage has been And him looking like the rich auntie. Got bracelets and Rolexes and earrings and necklaces. She got a necklace and a chain. Damn, I should have wore some shit if I knew. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. 
In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But you dressed down for me? Nah, I'm, just, I'm trapping right now. I dressed up for you. I'm trapping too. This is my trap, Joey. Oh! Oh! oh. What? Shut the fuck up! Welcome back to the Self Show. Oh! 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 This podcast is for motherfuckers who got some trap jewelry. Damn, I ain't doing shit in life. Where your trap jewelry at? Nigga! My trap jewelry. I'm out here scrubbing. Okay. Where your trap jewelry at? Where your trap jewelry? Right, where your trap jewelry at? Lunell, give give us some of your favorite rap songs of all time. Because we were talking off camera. I know you fuck with hip hop a lot. I always see you over there fucking with Snoop. I love Eric B. and Rakim. Okay. Paid in full type shit. I ain't no joke. I used to let the mic smoke, but now I slam it on the ground and make sure that it's broke. <laughs> um, I love um, Heavy D, any Heavy D. That nigga was smooth. I love Heavy D. Rest in peace to Heavy D. Rest oh, in man. peace, Heavy D. I'm very Tribe Called Quest. Oh, you okay. like you like that real hip hop. I like okay. it the real shit hip-hop. tribe. I fucks with, you know, Guru Nim. I fucks with Wu Tang. Okay. And them seven chambers. Come on. <laughs> I fucks with um short, of course, if you want to go. On. Too short. Yeah, yeah, Rhea. Come on, you know, you I, I fucks with Hammer. Don't don't hate on Hammer. Fucks with Hammer. My daughter dance with Hammer. Don't hate on Hammer. Dance with Hammer. Yes. What hammer? Which hammer? Which hammer error? The, the, the now hammer. Oh. <laughs> hammer! The, the now hammer! 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 Now that's the way the hammer runs for the border, cause the border's in order. Yo, 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 sweet man. Bro, they no, don't know. that was that. Don't, don't do that. Don't you? Don't. That shit was crazy though. That and I, and I fuck with Forty, and I fuck with like Mac Dre, and um, uh, you know, oh uh, gosh, PE. Public uh, enemy. Yeah, all the good shit. Queen Latifah. Come on, yeah, motherfucking. Yeah. Uh, Money in the middle. MC Light. Motherfucking the real Roxanne. Okay? And all that old school shit, that's me. I love. All day Houdini. One love, 
One love. You're lucky just to have just one love. One love. One love. You're lucky just to have just one love. Rest in peace to ecstasy. Ecstasy. A lot of that shit timeless. I know. Cause I'm a hoe. You know I'm a hoe. How do you know? Cause I told you so. Cause I'm a hoe. That nigga. Come on, man. Some say it's an art, others say it's a shame that you would give me your body before your name. name. Them niggas was going, oh boy. Name. Come on. <laughs> Come on. And of course, Run DMC and OLL and all that shit. Yeah. You know, because that motherfucking. Mm. There you go. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. I represent Queen. She was raised out of Brooklyn. <laughs> LL Cool J probably love you. Uh, we like each other. You don't like each other? Yeah, his wife too. We done kicked it before. <laughs> Not like that. You're so lovable though. Everybody you love you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's good. You have a great spirit. You know what I'm saying? Every time we see you, you bring some great energy. It don't matter what it's on. Well, that's probably why I'm here, because I don't think that you guys fuck with, like, fake-ass motherfuckers. Or... No, this is the realest show in America. Did you know that this is the number well, one? Well, you know, I have a YouTube show called Haley Now. <laughs> but I'm and saying... And I tend to think that that is the realest show in they America. They did a poll. We're this about is America. the number one rated show <laughs> amongst checked, black people between the ages of 13 and 86. Have you checked... Have you checked my stats, though? You don't even know about my show. I'm a loop. That's a whole, you know, I got lunatics. What's your hashtag? What's your people call? The 85 what? percenters. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's so Muslim. Nah. <laughs> nah. Because we already accounted for the uh-huh. people who ain't going to fuck with us. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, done right we done already took them out. Give us 85 Yeah, we ain't even trying to fuck with the whole hundred. We know Come everybody on, don't like Come this. On, man. Can your DJ but go the on ones play? who do? Can your DJ go on oh, and play something right quick? You know what I mean? Bruh, just, he should do. Play Hustlin' Pimpin'. This the second time. <laughs> he was asleep. All right, we're going to replace this nigga with, with uh, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, play me some Pimpin'. Pimpin', coming right up. What do you want to hear? Some funky dope shit? I want to hear Sugar Free. Oh, I love Sugar Free. God damn. He said, I ain't never hit a woman, no. But I'll smack the shit out of a bitch while you bullshit. I said, what was that? Sugar Free said, bitch, why the weed wet? Why you all on my dick? It's early in the morning. I ain't even peeing yet. That Sugar Free is a monster. Oh, I love that it. That nigga so told him, bitch, I'm gonna buy you a box of Fruit Loops. <laughs> Come on. When I tell you, I'd rather give you my bitch than let you breathe. <laughs> the last minute in those smoke, I'd rather you give my bitch tonight. <laughs> Hi, ho, Silver. <laughs> bitch, if you look at me like that again, ho, I'm suddenly gonna kill you. Whoa. Yes. That nigga's so cold. Yeah, I love sugar free. You got to be a hardcore motherfucking G to dig sugar free. He's not playing. <laughs> I bet I've ever hear a bitch say she broke as long as she got some pussy with her ass and a deep throat. <laughs> and oh, wait. And the bitch living today that can move me. She used to be a sweet taste in my mouth. But now I want to knock a motherfucking ass out. <laughs> yeah! Bang, bang, yeah! chitty, chitty. 
lips with plenty of tips, ass and titties now, uh-huh. Hey. That's how we do it in Pomona. Yeah. I left her. On top ass, raggedy mouth. Nigga. <laughs> 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 that nigga be Bravo. Bravo. Yeah, Strong J. Man. Strong J. Strong J. Strong J. Strong J. That nigga go crazy. Do he know? Hell Have yeah. you ever met him? Yeah, we was on a flight together, man. That did nigga you tell said, him? Hell yeah, I told what did him. He, how did he react? Was he yeah, nice? Man, man, I fuck with him, man. I really appreciate oh, that. You a pimp ass sugar free. I would have probably hit the track for sugar free. Man. For a little while, he could have hit the track for sugar free. I probably would have hit the track the for sugar free. The straw. You own it. Yeah, I would have probably hit it right quick. Right. I did. I did. I did hold in Oakland for two weeks. Two weeks. Yes. But then what had happened was. Yeah, yeah. Give us. That. I got busted. But and all the movies, I thought your pimp was supposed to come and get you out. <laughs> but he did not come and get me out. I bonded my own self out because I had that much money in my titties. I got out. I went back to the safe house. He laying in the bed with the white bed. I took the dope, the gun, and the money. I was out. I never seen the nigga again. His name is Freddie. Oh, he might be dead. Oh, oh shit. He might be dead. He might be dead. His name is Freddie. He might be dead. Don't fucking. Hey, uh, Frederick. Uh, <laughs> this is all hypothetical. This is all. This is from an upcoming movie. We do a little storytelling. She's talking about, yeah, she's talking about the biopic yeah. that's in the works. Yeah, we work no, on... I'm not. This oh. shit is true to the motherfucker. <laughs> you know what you did, nigga. You pimped me for two weeks, you bitch-ass motherfucker. How long you left you in there? No, no, I got out because oh, okay. I had money. I built well, my own. He didn't even make no effort. No, he was in bed with the white bitch. I'm like, it adds up to injury. What is it? Insult to insult to injury. He in bed with the white bitch. I'm like, okay, guess what? Watch this, bitch. And I was damn swoop-de-doop out. I used to be a gangster bitch, a gangster bitch. I used to be a gangster bitch, a gangster bitch. I'm glad you gave them streets up. Well. Because the comedy game needed you more than them. Yeah, streets. I did give them up. I was trying to think Freddy if I gave them up. Freddie was looking for you, though. What? He looked for you for a little while. Freddie? Yes. Freddie was looking around. You seen Lunell? That's in three, that's three pants. <laughs> I was what they call an earner. <laughs> <laughs> Now you want to know when you make the most money as a hoe to me, or when you did was before motherfuckers go to work, like seven, seven thirty in the morning, and want to get their dick sucked right quick before they go hit the financial district. Hoe got to get up early. Rule number one: the early bird gets the cash. Okay. Or the worm. Okay. First, you get the worm first, then the cash. Oh, Fuck a worm, right. pay me. There you go. Pay oh, me, don't pay first. me no attention. Damn, we can write the manual right here, right now. First thing you gotta do is you gotta get up early. Get your ass up. Nobody yeah. likes a lazy hoe. Nobody. You up and at them. Nobody. Get up, bitch. Get to work. Get that <laughs> trash. <laughs> See, I used to be a bottom bitch, so I could get the Y'all bitch up. Show bitch ass up and get on that track, bitch. Fuck brushing your teeth. Go get that money before I smack the fuck out your ass. All right, ass. let me ask you this. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. What does a hoe eat for breakfast? Hoes don't eat breakfast. They eat that track for breakfast. Ooh! Ooh! Ooh. This ain't the Holiday Inn, bitch. This is about my motherfucking cat. You know? (laughs) If a hoe need breakfast, she don't want to make no money. Exactly. Go eat a dick for breakfast. Eat a dick. Brush your teeth with the dick. With the money. Eat the dick, brush your teeth with the money. 
There mm. you go. I don't want to give up all my game, guys, right now. You know, it's enough. The kids are watching. They shouldn't be they watching. Ain't you don't mean none of this, baby. Don't you go on to sleep like a bye and good night. Take care to sleep. <laughs> So do they edit this, or how long? Do they... No, this shit in there. They won't edit shit that we ask them to edit. Or how long is this show go on, or whatever? You ready to get out of here? No, I'm just, no, no, no. This is I what can... we do in the trap. We just talk shit and okay, we that's fine. show love and enjoy our I company. am only here out to love because they are not paying me. I'm only, but I, I rarely do shit without getting the money right now. I would have been in a pandemic. I got a year's worth of money to make up for. I'm not out here fucking around these streets. My tour is called the Fresh Out of Favors. Let's so go. I ain't got no favors for now, motherfucker. But if I love you and I fuck with you, I'll be there. So here I am. Let's go. What more could you ask for? I could have asked for some motherfucking Chinese food or some motherfucking pizza. We can get you that. No, you should have had that shit. We, we didn't know that's what you ate. Nigga, all this weed, what the fuck? You thought a bitch was going to suck her goddamn lipstick off? Or what the fuck? I mean, I'm just saying. We, we, oh, you don't, have, you don't have too many divas here. I, no, I we, we can get you whatever you want. No, I can get whatever the fuck the I word. want my motherfucking self. Yeah. Why you on, why you over here? I can have, make it happen for no, you. No, it's already too late, baby. All right. <laughs> What's up, DJ? Looking like Shaggy and shit. That is Shaggy. <laughs> it shaggy. wasn't him. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> play that. Play that song. Uh, you like that, that Shaggy wasn't me. Can you play that for me? <laughs> hey! <laughs> Bo butt naked, banging on the bedroom floor. How can I resist what I feel? Come on. Hey. He's stupid. Right He's stupid. You'll never give it an extra key. And then have holes over there. Like What's wrong with that man? Stupid. Yeah! <laughs> Turn it up. That's what you like. Just right now, you know. Well, look here. There you go. We appreciate you coming through here Thank and showing you, us love. And that's exactly how it goes, folks. When Lunel come through the trap, Watch we might fuck around and be listening to Shaggy. Give an extra key. Amen. Rich Auntie vibes. Shout out to my dog Clayton English. Shout out to my man Chico Bean. DC Young Fly. Ghetto Legends Tour. Coming soon. This has been. Another 85 South Show production. Blue Nail, Clayton English, J-O-N. We out of here. Turn it up. Turn it up. It's a family reunion. Wasn't me. At this time, please ensure your seatbelt is securely fastened. The tray table and seat backs are up and locked. We'll be underway shortly, and thank you for flying. <laughs> I just thought about what you. <laughs> you told that girl.
It is longer than CVS. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yo, that was long, too. We can see it. We can uh, see it. like oh, empty shit. punching bag. Yeah, man. It was great. It was just a like teddy bear leg. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, y'all good back there? No kids. <laughs> All right, we just did. Hey, yeah. you got the tour dates. Oh, word. Yeah. We had a date. It's back on, bro. Hey, man, we back in the game. Look, we got a bunch of them, too. Yep. 7-17, that's July 17th, we in Macon. Yeah. Then the 24th of July, we in Biloxi, Mississippi at the Coast Coliseum. Then August 7th, we in Greenville. Bro, which Greenville? It's Greenville in every state. But whichever one the Bon Secours Wellness Arena is at. Remember, we couldn't figure out how to say that yeah, shit. We I don't there. even know if it's the same. Is it North? Is it, bro, is it Greenville, North Carolina, J-O-N? No, it's not. It's Greenville, South Carolina. You, oh. That's why you sitting bro, back sit there. Bro, sit your dumb back there, bro. All right. Then on the, August the 14th, we in Fayetteville at the Crown Coliseum. And then, then September 11, we in Jacksonville. At the Vice Star. That sounds like a hospital. Yeah. But we're we, we going to kill them, though. So that's why we're going to sound like that. October 1st, we in Seattle at the Wamu Theater. Wamu. That sounds like a whale name. Indian. That's, that's the Indian. The Indian? Probably on the reservation. Word. Okay, yeah. Wamu. Then 10 2, we in Sacramento at the Memorial Auditorium. Sacramento? Yes, Sacramento. Bro, they got some things out there in Word. Sacramento. I ain't never been to Sacramento. J.O. and you have been to Sacramento? Well, we about to go to Sacramento, boy. 1029, we in Tallahassee. Yeah. Donald Tucker Civic Center. I thought they said Donald Duck. Yeah, that would have been dope. But we gonna be at the Donald Tucker. They probably got a Donald Duck in Orlando. Yeah. 11-5, we in North Charleston at the North Charleston Coliseum. You know 11-5 is November. Yeah, but okay. just, I can read numbers. Mm -hmm. But enough about that. In Charleston, South Carolina? Or North? North Charleston. That didn't say the state, though. North Charleston? Yeah, it's north of South Charleston. But it's a it's a Charleston in every state, too. 11-6, which is November the 6th, right. we will be in Greensboro at the Greensboro Coliseum. Now, that's, that's Greensboro, that's North Carolina. Because you know it. Yeah, I'm like 30 minutes away from there. You know what I mean? So all they got to do is go to the85southshow.com for more information on new tour dates. That means we got some more coming, y'all. We got Yeah, we can only drop these right now. Right. These are locked in. Yeah. Well, you see, we, we are playing. on our way to your city right now. We stole these seats from Spirit and... Um, you know, they we gonna give them back. It's nah, like, man, we just being resourceful, bro. We fucking around and got this plane. You just gonna go to sleep in the seat and all that back. We're trying to get old legends to This ghetto. Get your ticket. I hate it here. I ain't got my seatbelt on. Well, why you see the different color than mine? It's not even the same brand seat. It's ghetto. It's hell. Better be glad DC ain't here. He probably on the real plane. Yeah. Yeah. Better than nah, he, he, nah, nah, he just, he just caught an earlier flight. That's all that no, is. me and you done went half on this shit, is it? We should've kept it. Nah, this is a good investment, man. Look, we got our people in the back. She mad. Nah, but. bro, we gonna probably have to do another season of this show. What show? One, you know the one. Man, y'all get the tickets. All right, look, we got to get some extra seats for the plane. They don't let back. We ain't got no seat belts, so, you know. 
Go to the website, 85southshow.com. Seatbelt brown, but the seat blue. Hey, ain't no other part to that, close. You just gonna lay that across your waist like that? Yeah, Y'all get y'all tickets to the show. Please, please. Look at our plane. Look at our plane. What's up? Check this out. Everybody over here at the 85 South Show, we believe that the Hawks are about to win the NBA championship. So that's why we dropped our um, commemorative tribute to the Atlanta Hawks. 85 South Show. Look, man, big salute to the Hawks. Look, you can get 10% off this exclusive merch if you just go to the website and, and register with your email. We dropped these, they sold out. We brought them back, so here they are. Make sure you hit the website and order up these shirts, man. Check this out. Hold on, let me get the promo code. Hold on. The website is 85apparelcode.com. Um, yep, do that, just go there. And then you straight from there. If you sign up, you get 10% off. Real shit, look, read it yourself. Read it. I'm gonna leave it there for a minute because I know you read slow. Cause you're probably sitting there right now. We drop these. Yeah, it's on there. Sick of this, man. Go to the website. If you want one of these, ain't nobody forcing you to do nothing. I know that people like. We only got a few of them anyway. These not for everybody. These are for real 85%. If you're not one, I understand. This is a limited run. That means it's gonna be worth something one day. <laughs> Go to the website if you want to stay up on the... I got mine. <laughs> if you don't buy them, I just keep wearing them. You know how much shit I got that match this? <laughs> More for me. <laughs> Chicken is ready. I'm out of here. <laughs> Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.